So post-match reaction from Selhurst Park. Crystal Palace 2, Wolves nil. A Wilfred Zahar goal that was initially flagged for offside and then overturned by VAR gave the home side the advantage. Just past the hour mark in a game that had seen very little opportunities for either side up until that point. Wolves thought they should have had a penalty. We will discuss that plenty over the next couple of minutes. It was eventually overturned to be a free kick on the edge of the penalty area. And then a deflected effort from Conor Gallagher gave Palace a two-goal lead and settled the score, really, to take all three points and bring to an end Wolves' five-match unbeaten run. Andy Thompson and Chris Wellamo are with myself, Mikey Burrows, here. Chris Wellamo been watching the game from home. Tomo alongside me at Sellers Park. And Tomo, it was a very flat and rather disappointing Wolves performance in the end. Yeah, it was. So, look, uh, considering the way that we've played recently in the, the last few weeks, where we've at least been in the games, we've took the games to other teams, and, and today we just didn't look uh, a team in it. We just looked off it as sorts. Uh, we didn't really create a great deal there. Keeper, even at one stage in that first half, had one of the balls off the ball boy and was having to warm up on his own with the ball what, when the game was near enough going on. And that was a free kick, but the game was still active. And it just kind of typified the way that we were playing. We, we were too far apart from each other for me. I think that Chris touched on it there where Trinkau and I thought Wang... Jimenez is up there on his own. They got out too easy for me. Because there's big gaps, all of a sudden they can just keep picking you off, passing it around you. And that's what Crystal Palace did. Um, I know they weren't great in the first half. Um, a lot of the play was in that middle section of the pitch. But you've got to, you've got to do better. So against Everton, we chased everything down as a team. We hunted everything. And that's what we've done to have the uh, success uh, in these five games that we've gone unbeaten. OK, Leeds wasn't great in the second half. But what they did do, they battled. And against them and, and, and today we just left people on their own we just left people isolated in all areas of the pitch we couldn't pick that pass out and you saw at the end there Bruno having a go at Pedence where he's saying you need to come over eight Nuri's down this side he's got three Crystal Palace players against him and Pedence is over the other side and they say like you're looking at your centre forward who's up there he's run his row out today for the team he's chased everything down he can't do it on his own he needs help up yeah. there and we were too deep. We were too deep in all areas of the pitch and isolated for me. And that is probably one of the big reasons why we just couldn't, as as Loons was just saying there, get any consecutive passes. Yeah. Because we were too far away, options were limited at times. Looms, it, 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 as Tomo mentions, the front three were very isolated. They also, I, I would suggest, all three had rather an off day today. But how much of that... It is down to the fact that they were left alone and didn't really have a great deal of service. Yeah, well, yeah, that, that, that's 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 massive. That's massive. Yeah, so that, that that's that's such a big thing though uh, with, with, with the front three. But I think it's so important that the that like you say the the defenders obviously step up and, and try and kind of uh, minimise those those distances between the lines. You know, I think uh, yeah, the ball needs to be set, but they were feeding off scraps with the quality. Uh, that was going from back to front uh, wasn't great, uh, but with the quality that they have, then good footballers as well drop a little bit deeper and get into the match. But it has to all be done together. You know, I, I would look, I would look at the the, the back three uh, and say, you know, or the back five uh, at times and say, you know what, it's so important that whenever the ball goes forward or when when Palace are in possession and it's going side to side, that's your chance to step up, and it just makes it easier for 
for the, the, the attacking players to press and defend properly. But at the minute, if you're going to sit deep and they're going to stay up, it's, it is so difficult. Like Tom said there, you can't go and go in one and twos. You have to do it as a team. And that's what you've seen uh, against Leeds because they were hungry, desire, they went for it. It might not have been a great performance, but they were after it against Everton. Very much the same. Uh, and it was just, uh, everyone's just a little bit off it today. And like you say, too many people off it, then you're always going to give advantage to the, the opposition. Ian says, can't just pick the same team and try and play the same way every game. Some games we need three yeah. in the middle. Play that system against West Ham, who are another physical team and will get spanked. Need to take the horses for courses approach. Jay says, don't understand yeah. this mentality shift from attack-minded v Everton to sitting deep and letting teams gain confidence. Uh, seems the management team are stuck somewhere between Nuno Ball and trying something new. Desperately need a transfer window to reshape. Looms that there is a legitimate question in there that I'll put to Tomo in a second as to whether they could have gone to a back four today to try something a little bit different against a Palace team that was so well organised and so well at pressing them that they needed maybe an extra body elsewhere. No, you're spot on. You're spot on. And I think it's uh, some fantastic messages coming in there. Uh, and, and like you say, that's why you have a, a squad game. You have personnel. And as you know, the quality and depth is, 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 is there. You know, so I feel with that little kind of tweak to the formation, I think it would have asked some more questions. Definitely got uh, another another player in, a, in an attacking area. Uh, and like you say, with the energy of both fullbacks as well, I think it definitely would have uh, would have. And like you say, defensively, would have kind of nullified that threat as well. It would have gave them an extra man to kind of think about. Uh, but again, it's, it's about individuals as well. You know. I understand that after a after a good performance uh, or a good result, uh, that very rarely you see changes. But it's the modern game of football. You know, you're playing against you're playing against a completely different team that have different strengths that are that are, that are on different form. That you know that you have to make sure you think right. Okay, who's best suited? Who's best suited for this this game uh, away at Selhurst? You know, and that's that's something that I just feel that. It has to. It has to come in. You know, it's. I don't. I don't. I think the management. I think it's. I think the, the way that they've thought that they've seen the players in training. They're thinking momentum, confidence. You know, can we? Can we kind of go out there and earn that right to play the way that we want that first 15, 20 minutes? No, it never happened. Palace weren't great, but they were a little bit more dominant. I think the 65 percent possession in the after after about 25, 25 minutes. That says a lot. I've I've never known it so much against. Is in that way, unless you're playing against the big boys, and even then we were more of a threat because it was counter attack football. We never even played counter attack football today. We basically just sat in and thought we're going to defend, defend, and at half time we're sitting at nil nil, thinking, you know what, both keepers haven't really been worked, but we need to be more of a threat. You know, if you are going to sit in defensively, then it is counter, counter attack football. Then you have your 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 outlets, you have your wide men. Your as soon as you get good possession, can it go forward with quality? Uh, that never happened. It was basically just playing off the cuff and I just feel that we have more about us than, than what we've seen today yeah so I, I just think that maybe looking at the formation I said that earlier on um, away from home and, and I've said it's a difficult place to come here for some reason it's difficult for us so do you uh, shore up the midfield maybe play three in midfield with Zendonka he can be probably an extra link getting up there physicality in there as well do you play that do you play just the two up front uh, with the three there, because I say again, not been great here in in a few years' time. Um, but for me, I just think that probably the formation 
probably needs you, you can't just think that it's going to work against everybody yeah. look it worked brilliantly against Everton that first half especially it worked there but it's horses for courses isn't it you've got to go out yeah. and think about the way that Crystal Palace play do we shore up that defence no I think that the defence was fine maybe put that three in there play the two up front Jimenez at least then we know that Dendonker is going to work both ways and also as well he can be that link link up there and he's got that height and physicality to go up there and actually offer something to the front two Looms do they have an issue uh potentially this this Bruno Lars team in the way that the three teams who arguably you know, uh, arguably have been the most hard-working, high-pressing, high-intensity have been Brentford, Leeds and Palace. And Brentford, we know, we couldn't break them down. Palace here, we've really struggled to break them down and craft opportunities. And arguably at Leeds, we got in front yeah. early, little deflection helped it on its way and then kind of struggled. Tomo, maybe you're coming first and then Looms can come in on it. Is that an element that that we're maybe maybe it's a part of what we're talking about in terms of the formation, the shape, yeah. the personnel? But that feels like an issue at the minute. It does, yeah. But I just think that you've got to make it difficult for teams to break you down or to get anything out of it. Yeah. Look, say if you want to play counter-attacking football, great. Say like that. But you've got to look at who you're going to play in there. You're coming here, say Leeds away, say like here, which is difficult. Both difficult games. Teams that do pressure. I know. Okay, we lost to Brentford. Uh, at home uh, convincingly really but I think that you come to Crystal Palace and you make sure that everything's tight everything's right okay we can break off from that but you make, try and make it as difficult as you can for them I don't think we did today yeah. I don't think that we made it difficult for them I think that they had quite a lot of time and space on the ball they made it hard for us because we got isolated but I think that you look at the formation you look at the way that we play we make it difficult for teams to break us down or get down that central uh, position and hopefully try and get a build up from that we didn't today because we never really built up anything we never really retained the possession of the ball enough or long enough to actually do anything that's going to hurt Palace their goalkeeper might as well have just been sitting with us because he's done nothing throughout the game we never really tested him okay we've had the free kick there from Matinho off a set play but we've got to do more we've got to make it difficult for teams and okay, you've got to have a look at the way that teams play, and we can't just say, "Are oh, we going to play this formation against these? We're going to play this formation against these." We've got to be versatile in the way that we do it, I and mean, I don't think that one, we, we have done. Yeah, the one thing I will say about that is is that it is still a, a transitional period for yeah. us. Bruno Lage has come in, and he ha he is still he is still finding out and, and trying to kind of implement certain things about what he wants now. I understand that you're supposed to evolve and change as the game, but you know when 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 we have been good, we have been very good. You know, even if the even if the, the result has went against us, you know, and I just feel like you say he's only a, he's only a few months into the job. We're sitting in a healthy position in, in the Premier League. He's still trying to instill certain things into that formation and the way that they play, uh, and he maybe he's thinking that if I start. Well, he is. He's, he is a fantastic coach. You know yeah. the way that he man manages. He, he might want. He might have ideas about different formations, and and maybe it is the right time to do it. But I just feel that he's still implementing his ideas to that way that he wants to play. No matter what individual that's the formation that we're playing. So, but he has he has flirted with it. So, I, I just I just I, it's, it is a difficult one uh, because, like you say, Leeds, Palace, Brentford. You know. 
they all have that that same kind of the, the physicality. You know, they, 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 they kind of try and press, they try and go after it pretty high. Uh, we've got comfortable players in that uh, in, in that formation, in that team that, that can get the ball down and play through a, a perfect press. But I think, again, Tom was hit the nail on the head there. You know, players like Dendonka, Traore being involved today with a little bit more physicality. You know, if it is, before I'm actually saying, right, it's counter-attack football. So if you've got like a Traore that's in the kind of space and a hole, that's your outlet all the time. I tell you what, they're not, they're not, they're not throwing everyone forward. No. They're not, they've got, because they'll be, they'll be too, they'll be too worried about what he can do, even if he's got three, four men on him. So that basically, Dendonka box to box, he's a, he can go and attack things, defends well as well. You know, and I think I think he has a he has a good understanding, uh, but I just feel that I just feel that we we never used the ball good enough today. If you're always going to give it back, then you're always playing catch up. And Palace, when they got it, they made sure that they always tried to work it well. So again, it's defensively are you in shape? Defensively are you following your man? And it is. It's draining. It's draining. All of a sudden, there's frustration as well because attacking players they're not getting on the ball. They're out of position. You know, but. <laughs> You have to defend as a team, and you have to attack as a team. And I just feel that 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 was a little bit kind of, I guess uh, it wasn't. We never seen that happening today uh, as fluently as what we as fluently as what we have in the past. Looms, would you would you have changed the formation for this game today, knowing the way that Palace play? I, well, I, I was I was surprised. I was surprised that the, the team was that stayed the same. You know, yeah. like you say, Everton tweaked things, and it was a little bit. It wasn't. We never had it all our own own way in the second half. But like you say, when against a Palace, against a physical a physical team, like we spoke about Benteke, uh, Edward, and uh, Zaha before the match, and that's not even talking about the likes of Kunati and uh, Anderson and and Gehi, You know what I mean? So. The, the physicality is there, but they can play as well. You know what I mean? So you have to bring in and like Dundonka. Dundonka coming in is he's as, as physical as the best of them. You know, he, he can tackle, he can go and win his headers, he can get the ball down and play. And I just feel that we got we got we we get kind of got uh, we got bullied a little bit today. Not only with the the ball and I guess the energy, but like, we never hardly won any second balls. You know, airily. You know, we were trying to be a little bit smart rather than just going and winning the ball. It was all about just trying to kind of win that free kick or, or feeling the, the contact and going down. And, you know, it's, it's, we've got to be brave. I even, you know what I mean? Even the likes of a, a Willy Bolly, you know what I mean? With that physicality, you know, someone that can get the ball down and just a bit of, a bit of quality that's going from back to front. But who do you drop? Because yeah. everyone's been playing well, but that's that's why that's why uh, the manager gets gets paid the big bucks because he's got to make those decisions that even when someone's had a good performance, that this next game isn't suited for them for the fact that okay they they might be a little bit tired because they've done so well they've played a lot of minutes uh, the physicality uh, or, or or whatever it may be that the, the formation that that we're going to play and that's. That's something that Bruno Lage has. He definitely has it because he's done it all his days. He doesn't mind changing it from this to that. But I just feel that we're in a good place. We're in a healthy place in the in the league. Performances, we're getting glimpses of what his formation and his teams can do. But today, it never turned up. Yeah, there, there is an element in there, isn't there, that I think both of you are alluding to it. The fact that this is not necessarily his squad. It, it needs 
time it needs time for him to work on the training field as well as potentially bring in reinforcements Matt says absolutely pathetic performance worst of the season and this result has been coming for weeks I don't know what happened to the team from the first half performance against Everton John says Bruno was too slow to react plan B was wiped away by Vieira's changes Bruno got it wrong today and it was poor like the view um, there is one big element to the game uh, that we have to kind of go through um, it's the penalty that then got overturned yeah. now Looms me and Tomo are very much I think in agreement and I'll be interested in your thoughts from this watching it via TV and what maybe the TV would have said I know you were listening to us with one ear that to me it's not a clear and obvious error that it is yeah. it is so tight on the line the effectively the VAR is having to say that that is definitely outside the area and I don't think he can say that that's definitely outside the area no well as I say watching it watching it on the TV uh, the contact is made so basically uh, it, you know, he's got one foot and it's his trailing leg that Ward comes and makes contact with it's basically like the shin on the top of the calf uh, now they've paused it as soon as contact's been made uh, and that, that that leg is probably if it's not on the line it's just out but that's us seeing it from all different angles you understand Yeah. and the referee like you said at the time he took his time he seen where it happened he made sure he, he angled his run he looked at it he thought long and hard I'd say about 5-6 seconds then he pointed to the spot I thought the referee dealt with that fantastically well he's not made a mistake there and I'm surprised that VAR has overturned that because it's impossible to say you know the contact you're talking about centimetres you're talking about centimetres and then the speed of, of, of that movement how can you overturn that do you not remember the one that we had against us was it was it Aston Villa or was it West Brom it was right on the line Wally Bolly it was right on it yeah. was on the line how can you say that that was a penalty? It was against us, by the way. That was a penalty, and this one wasn't. I just don't get it. I don't understand how that these 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 decisions can be overturned. I thought the referee handled it perfectly well. He thought about it. He looked at it. Did he make a mistake? We'll never know. But it wasn't an error, well, was it? Well, clearly VAR have said that he's made an error. So that's what that's um, yeah, and and that's the point, and isn't it? The VAR is supposed to be for a clear and obvious error, and we all three of us, I think, and Looms have watched it on the TV. We've seen it on replays and watched it in several real times. Time. Yeah. And the point I think that worth making there from what Looms was saying that you know you can pause it, yes, and that might be the exact moment that yeah. contact is first made, but th it's the momentum of the player going uh, through. Uh, exactly, he's running at pace. He's running at pace going into an area and you can't tell me you can freeze it and then say that that is it because it's not you can't do it especially with the margin that he's looking at on there with him being in the out of the area or in the area even for me it wasn't a clear and obvious error I've well, looked well, at the... well, well if you put it less if, if it's paused just at the first contact yeah there's, there's contact in football all the time but when that contact becomes over too much to be cause the penalty yeah. to cause it nearly to go down that's 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 another second later he's in the box then isn't he if, yeah. if, if you're going down it's not when the the, 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 the shin first touch, touches the back of the calf because that happens all the time and, and there's nothing in it it's when there's enough force to actually then bring it nearly down that that then that's in the box then 
if you want to if you want to go to the technical side of it. So again, for it to be overturned, I do not understand it. And but we can't take anything away. It was a poor performance. Yeah. If that result goes, if that decision goes for us, and you get back in the match, you never know what happens from there. As we we seen what happened at Villa Park. But again, it's uh, it is, it's an interesting one. But I, I don't understand what VAR's problem is with Wolverhampton Wanderers because we we do not get nothing. We get nothing at all from them. I don't think you get any disagreements from from Tomo and I, but we probably should halt that there because we haven't got enough time <laughs> to go through all the different VAR complaints. Oh. We'd be here all night, and Tomo and I. I'll just get my scroll out, mate. Yeah, we need to get back up on the motorway <laughs> and, and get home. We'll be here all night if we start going through all of that. Um, so, I, I mean, listen. Let's take it just to finish. Let's take an overarching view because you know we've got to the latest international break now. We're eleven games into the season. You know. I think both of you again have alluded to the fact that, you know, we've just come off the back of a five game and beaten run. So whilst it was disappointing and poor yeah. here at Sellers Park, in the context of the season as a whole, given the fact that we didn't score a goal or get a single point for the first three games, but played very well, where are we in terms of Wolves at the minute, well, Tomo? Well, I think that Looms is just touching up. We still seem to be in that kind of transition with the manager. It's not his squad as such. Um, he's brought Saar in, so look, um, you're looking at that and you're thinking, okay, we'll give you, give you the benefit of the depth kind of thing. So you're looking at that, about what we're doing and what we're trying to do. And look, we've seen glimpses of it. We've seen glimpses of it. I haven't seen it throughout all the games. So look, uh, the performance last week in the first half was probably the best what we've seen with the way that we played. But we have seen glimpses of the players coming to terms with the way that he wants to play, the formation that he wants to play. But what we've got to do, we've just got to give him some time. So, look, we're in the healthy position. We're in healthy position. If you looked at that, the first three games, as you said there, played well, no points. But in the last uh, five games or so, we've had good results. And that's what it's all about, making sure you get good results. Um, performance wasn't great today. Result wasn't great today. But he's still working at it. You can see that he's, he's frustrated at times. You can see he's quite animated on that touchline when he's doing it. Um, because things aren't going what he wants it to do. And look, you've got to give a manager time. You've got to give him time to get it sorted out. Um, and look, if it was still down there, you'd think of the alarm bells ringing. But it's just time, unfortunately. And he's got to bring his brand of player into the, t into the squad as well. Um, so look, early doors. But where we are, if you said to me after those three games... I'll give you the amount of points that we got. I'll snap your hand off. And, and that's what it is. You've just got to make sure that we try to get rid of those games that we watched today, unfortunately. Looms? Yeah, I have to agree with that. I think uh, if you said uh, at this point in the season you're going to have that amount of points, then I think uh, every one of us would have said, oh, we'll take that. Uh, you've got to remember as well, I think you can only really judge a manager when he's had probably three transfer windows, in my opinion. You know, I think he's, it's not his players. Uh, you see little glimpses of what he's brought. That was very evident, very early doors. Uh, probably weren't getting the results, even though the performances were outstanding. Now, you know, he's he will, off the back of of, uh, of, of winning four, uh, uh, unbeaten in five and winning, winning four of them. Uh, then, you know, it's, you're not going to have it all your own ways. And it's, this is just another little kind of bump in the road. Uh, I, I believe that he does evolve. He does. He does learn from these things. He, he will know. Uh, but it's, it is. It's, it is a hard one for the fact that 
it isn't his players. So we've got to, we've also got to understand that we've got to give give the, the the group of players that they're allowed an off day, you know, and that, that this was basically that there was too many too many of them that had that. They'll bounce back, and it's they'll have a lot of time to stew on it. And we know that defeat uh, does hurt the guys, you know. So again, they'll want to put that right, and they're going to have a lot of time to kind of think about it, work on a few things, and and they'll come back flying because we, this is what this group of players do, you know, time and time again. They, they, they just get back on, don't they, and, and go for it again. I'd like to see us go on another little uh, unbeaten run, five games, and we'll see exactly where we are again. Brilliant. Chris Willemo, thank you very much indeed, my friend. I would say safe journey home, but he's already at home. He's loving it in the warm. I bet, <laughs> bet he's got, got, a little, got a little ball tonight, so I'm just going to go put the tucks on, gentlemen. So... As I say, it's Have a good an evening. absolute pleasure. Have a good evening, mate. Thank you, mate. Good to speak Thank to you. Mate. As ever, Chris Oelamo, check out his social media. I bet he looks absolute dynamite oh. in that tuxedo. Oh, unbelievable. <laughs> uh, don't forget, by the way, it might be an international break next weekend, but Wolves women are in action against Hull uh, Castlecroft on Sunday the 14th, the 2 o'clock kickoff for that one. If you want to go and lend your support to Wolves women who've been having an excellent season, this season, uh, under-23s action from Birmingham City. Another ding-dong derby from St Andrews. Friday the 19th, live and for free on Wolves TV. And we'll be back with you for Wolves against West Ham on Saturday the 20th of November. Thank you very much for your company as ever. We will see you soon.